Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 the views and opinions expressed by rob black and his guests are not necessarily those of kdow or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision insightful informative irreverent we're ready 1220 kdow presents rob black in your money your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Good day to you. Wow, the market's been hot recently, haven't they? Have you not seen tech stocks have the month of January? Like, woohoo! And the Dow. Some pretty good stuff going on out there as far as one month's go. Now, unfortunately, this isn't my retirement month. I don't have all my nest egg in. I don't have it all ready to go. I'm not 15 years from now or 20 years from now or whatever it is. Because then that would be a pretty good time. So, you want to hit, what I'm trying to get at between you and me is you want to hit an all-time high the day you not die but quit. In theory, not in reality. I can hear the nerdy CFPs out there. Well, actually, you don't want to hit it at the year you retire. You want to... Get it higher throughout your retirement. I get it. I get it. So, um, U.S. economic growth cools on trade drag. Now, there's a lot of statistics out there right now, and man, people are still so hot. Um, as far as the election goes, people are kind of. I think they're sad that they. You know, some people are still sad, and they're angry and they're snippy, which I find. Pretty darn entertaining, all things considered. But what we're seeing with NAFTA, you'll see some people say, you know, back when it started, we were at, you know, $60 billion in commerce with Mexico. Now we're at $180 billion in commerce. So that's, it's working out for us. Maybe it's not equally weighted, but it's working out. And when you're the number one country, shouldn't you at times say, you know what, we probably could buy more of their stuff than they could buy of ours. And spreading the wealth is not a bad thing in the name of the world. I can assure you that if Pakistan and Afghanistan had healthy economies going, that terrorism wouldn't be as big of an issue in the world as it is, or as as much of a hotbed as it is in that part of the world. If people have jobs, they tend to, well, go to work, come home and sit down and sit down on the couch and eat corn chips. I think that's kind of a universal thing. They tend to 
smoke cigarettes. They tend to go on vacation to Disneyland, and they moan and complain about how expensive Disneyland is. I get it. So U.S. economic growth cools on the biggest trade drag since 2010. Boy, oh boy, I don't even want to turn on Twitter today. So economic growth slowed more than the forecast um, in six years. Big trade drag. GDP, the value of all goods and services. It's something that I don't really want you to focus too much on, the actual what it is. Just the three letters, GDP. You want GDP somewhere between 2 and 4%. 4% creates inflation, 2% gets you a little bit too close to a recession. Inflation's not the worst boogeyman in the world if we're getting some wage inflation. 2% and close to a recession is not the worst thing if you're able to, to weed some people out of the um, job pool. To weed some people out of, you know, um, everyone gets a chance. It, instead of earning it, you're not given it. Recessions aren't bad things. They tend to curb excesses. So the economy's is continuing to chug along, chug a chug a choo choo, but it's chugging along in the slow lane. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes like you'll see like a three-year-old running, and you're like, "Isn't that cute?" He's trying his hardest, and then like you look up, and he's like going less than one mile per hour. That's kind of where we're at. We're kind of that chugging, but we're not getting very far. Consumer spending was fairly solid. We're at a turning point right now um, because there's some upside for business investment based on the economy and policies. We're likely to see growth is going to speed up this year. From the 1.9%. And again, Trump will probably come out on this and say, well, look, it's not my fault. I, I wasn't even in office until January. So the fourth quarter has to be his fault. It, now, the Democrats will say, maybe things slow down because people are afraid of you. Like, do you see how, like, there's no right answer here. But just to show you how crazy some people are, um, I got kind of a hate email yesterday from someone who was uh, thinking that I'm trying to get into Donald Trump's good graces. Remember yesterday when I called Donald Trump the $2.2 trillion man, and I compared it to the $6 million man and how that's so inflationary? Back when I was a child, Steve Austin, the, the astronaut, gets into a horrible crash, and they have to rebuild him with a stronger leg, a stronger arm, a stronger eye, and it costs $6 million. And as a kid, you're like, that's a lot of money. Um, so Trump, since he's taken office... Uh, since he's been elected, the market's up 2.2 trillion. Now, I just said it as that because the headline in Reuters was exactly that. It wasn't my term that I, I coined, and it's not like I'm tweeting, congratulations to the 2.2 trillion dollar man. So some a-hole, some listener basically is like, um, I noticed that you're not even giving Obama any credit for how the market went up during his tenure. And keep in mind, last week... Last week, I talked three times about uh, the eight years under Obama and how the market went up 180%. And he actually called a bottom at 680 on the S&P 500. He goes, you know, this is a time when, you know, we as Americans should look at the stock market as an opportunity. And then it goes down to 666 and turns around and goes higher. I, I said that was probably the greatest presidential call on the stock market that I've ever heard that was publicly, you know, announced out loud. I appreciate that. You're welcome, sir. Um but some people want their president to be elected, and they're so bitter about it. They don't understand it's the president of the United States. It's not, you know, your president, per se. Um, and the United States is, you know, 49 other states other than yours. I don't care who's president. I could honestly tell you uh, Mike, the, Mike the Martian could be president. I am fine with that. Um, I appreciate the office, and I respect the office. And um, with the whole Trump issue, I get that a lot of people don't like his politics. And again... I don't worry about that. 
politically speaking, I'm probably most motivated to act locally. If I can get my mayor to make a park or a dog park, um, if I can get him to rezone some nice, um, how shall we say, sidewalks, that's going to materially change my life. So, and then, you know, maybe I'll go on a citywide level and a statewide level. Um, I'm not really worried about the national level. I think our national government is uh, pretty broken, all things considered. So anyway, <clears throat> onward and upward, shall we? Um, January's, look at this. Just a couple of days ago, we were talking about the end of the year and maxing out your 401ks and take, making sure you uh, fund your IRAs. Now we're at the end of January. Whoa, we've already gone through two pay periods, right? Whoa. Time flies. Microsoft had a crazy good report last night. It's earnings season. I love earnings season because like a couple of years ago, Microsoft was, was pretty decrepit. Steve Ballmer was making mistake after mistake with that company. And he was kind of a hyper crazy CEO. <laughs> you ever saw him talk? He'd go, woo! A lot, like maybe like a Ric Flair WWE kind of thing. Um, <laughs> Alphabet, Intel, Starbucks, uh, American Airlines, Wynn Resorts, Chevron, Colgate, Palmolive. Um, none of them were free of blemishes. I would say Alphabet and Chevron, for example, had the you know, uh, both fell short of expectations, Alphabet being Google. And the CEO of Google, you know, was asked a really tough question. He didn't have a really great answer um, about voice and, you know, being tied towards the computer in the future. You know, uh, uh, it was kind of one of those moments where, like, ooh, I bet he wishes he could have a do-over. But President Trump is meeting today with UK Prime Minister May. Um, U.S. Mexico got really tense yesterday where... Twitter, where Trump said, I don't even, I'm not going to have a meeting with him next week if, you know, blah, blah, blah. And Mexico's like, we're not going to pay for the wall. I'm not doing a meeting with him. Okay. So we don't want that to happen with China. It's okay with Mexico. But with China, we do not, 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 not want that. Anyway, I'm here. Hopefully you are too. Um, 800-516-1220. Don't forget, I got a seminar coming up. Um, it's going to be in Berkeley. It's a lunch one on February 9th from uh, 11 to 1. Sign up at robblack.com. Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. I'm going to try to do Facebook Live in the next hour, even if it's just for five minutes. I'm kind of going to start tinkering with it a little bit. Maybe we do it for a whole hour and get questions that way. But if you don't know my Facebook account, you can check it out at Cron4 Rob Black. It's Cron4, K-R-O-N-4, Rob Black. There's also other ways to find me on Facebook. I've got a uh, page uh, called I Hate Rob Black, 
One of the reasons I came up with I hate Rob Black is because it kind of diffuses the situation of the people who really hate me because I already hate myself, right? So instead of going, I love Rob Black, and then someone jumps on and goes, I hate Rob Black and ruins my day. Well, yeah, you're already there. So I did get that email yesterday from someone who was like, just totally, totally has a a, a boner. Um, Mm, You've got mail. About being upset that Trump's in office and like, you probably voted for me as your man. People are just sour grapes. And for the record, I wasn't happy with either candidate. And I, I don't think either candidate was a, a great reflection of the United States as far as what Washington's we, made things worse as far as what we have to offer. So anyway, um, that's neither here nor there. You know, one of the issues that I forget about from time to time is women and money and Women are very different than men for a lot of the reasons. Um, I think that women live longer than men. Uh, from what I've seen and experienced, sometimes, usually, men tend to marry younger women ever so slightly. And even in high school, I remember the freshman girls and sophomore girls were always going out with the seniors because they wanted a more mature man, as they would put it. It's When reality, what was happening was the... Uh, the senior girls were going out with college boys, so the senior men didn't know what to do in high school. So I read an article in my high school newspaper called And What About a Date, where it was basically being a, a sophomore freshman boy. It's tough because you're, you know, you're not going to dip down to the elementary school pool. That's just not inappropriate. And uh, <clears throat> Anyway, you get the idea. Um, women are different than men. And I've seen it with my mother. My mother has outlived my father by a long time. Uh, well over 10 years. Uh, well over 15 years. Almost 20 years. Right? Yes, Mr. Black, you are correct. Um, that's a long time. And again, this probably speaks to the fact that my father had a heart attack and cancer. Um, and my mother didn't. My father probably lived a tougher life than my mother did physically. He was in two wars uh, or two uh, tours of duty. So um, anyway, women and men are different. And yet we have the same opportunities on a lot of level. And some people say that's not true because women get paid less than men do. But we have the same opportunities when it comes to investing and borrowing and and similar things along those lines. I have no true uh, statistic or feeling if that's absolute right that like when women go in to borrow money and men go in to borrow money, is there ever biases that come up, or is it all just a computer form? I can tell you I've had a pretty charmed life, I think, all things considered. Um, but women live longer life, and so they're going to be in retirement longer than men. And oftentimes they earn less than men in the same workforce. Sometimes they work a little bit more sporadically because of children and bringing them up. Um <clears throat> Unmarried women are less likely than men to say they're very confident about having enough money to live comfortably in retirement. So then that brings in a whole nother thing. You know, sometimes when you're talking about women, you're talking about their husbands and you know, then you start getting into unmarried women who just chose never to get married for whatever reason. And that's a bit different. So women have to have some more money and they have to have more of a nest egg. Um, you know, if you take a look at some women issues, like, women pay more at the dry cleaner than men do. In most dry cleaners, not all dry cleaners. But for me to get a shirt done versus a woman to get a shirt done, that's crazy. That's crazy, I tell you. Um, but you gotta start small. 
So that's something that uh, I continue to come back to again and again and again. In your 20s, you got to start saving. And it doesn't have to be 15% because that's an ungodly number when you're you know, just starting off. It's large. It feels like 15% of my paycheck into savings. Later on, it's going to make more sense when you start to realize you're running out of time that your beauty is going to age poorly. So take the example of two people who saved $3,000 a year in an individual retirement account. They're between the ages of 20 and 30. And we know these people, right? If someone who starts at age 20 versus someone who starts at age 30, they both get an 8% return. One of them at age 66 is going to have $560,000. One of them is going to have $740,000. That's a big difference of 10 years and $3,000 a year. $3,000 a year. So cut that up into small pieces and what's that? It's 280 a month, roughly. That's doable. So but the difference is $180,000 later on. Um, yeah, open that cash register. Berber. Um, so even if you're a stay-at-home parent with no outside income, you can have your own retirement savings. You can have what's called a spousal IRA or a Roth IRA, depending on how much money uh, your family earns. Um, it gives you control of your own money. Should anything happen to your spouse down the road? Um, a lot of people fear the stock market. The people that came into my office 20 years ago that were the best investors, and I go back to 20 years because I want to go back to the late 90s and early 2000s. The people that came in, and again, that was kind of a go-go stock market going up. You know, put a monkey on a rocket, light it, and watch it go to the moon. Woohoo! Who doesn't like seeing monkeys on rockets? Anytime I see a monkey on a rocket, it makes me happy. Actually, particularly a chimpanzee. Um, but studies show that women sometimes invest too conservatively because they're, quote-unquote, afraid of the market. And right now, market's on an all-time high. So last year, if you were too conservative, you may not be at an all-time high. The year before, if you were too conservative, you may not be at an all-time high. The year before, if you were too conservative, you may not be at an all-time high. Um, we have a reality star TV host billionaire president right now, and we're at an all-time high. You can't be too conservative. I'm not going to say that cash is trash because that's a bad message to send out there, but being too conservative is not good. I invest every single quarter of my life, um, every three months. Um, with my 401k, I'm investing every two weeks, but as anytime I get a little extra money, I'm like, ooh, what looks good to me? Is it small caps? Is it mid caps? Is it large cap? Is it the Schwab index that costs pennies on the dollar? Pennies on the hundreds of dollars? Anyway, you can't be too fearful. Um, if man created the world, women refined it. Women investors have to be not aggressive, but they can't be passive. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money investing. More. Don't forget, I get a seminar coming up in Berkeley. Um, it's going to be 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., so it's a lunch event. It's $25 to get in free. Use the code RETIRE123, RETIRE123. Go sign up right now. It's coming up February 9th in Berkeley at the Marina. You can sign up at robblackshow.com.
Now, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Judah and Lion. Take it all back. Take it all back. I wish I had musical skill. I have none. Did you know that Apple users tend to have higher credit scores? They also borrow more on their house. It's pretty fascinating, Tony. Tony Mendez, Bay Area Source.com. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Uh, now, I, I kind of get it. I'm well, I, I I'm, was surprised that... Um, I'm wealthy and I have an Apple iPhone. <laughs> what I, phone do you have? Um, it says Android. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> um, what's interesting in that and the reason why I... Uh, I pulled up that one article was because the mortgage is difference. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's somebody who has an iPad compared to an Android. It's about sixty thousand dollars difference in how much they borrow in their mortgage. Uh, credit scores are quite different as well. It's going to be interesting because I belong to a pretty high end gem, which I'm not bragging. I just I can't go to twenty four hour fitness. It's just too disgusting. Um, and I, there's things there that you can't unsee. So. <laughs> That's the truth. That's the truth. That's fact, Jack. Um, but yeah, iPhones are kind of, you know, symbols, uh, status symbols. There's no doubt about it. Um, it could also be somebody, you know, people who are making more money reward themselves with a more expensive phone. But get this: as the iPhone now is starting to fade as a status symbol, um, it used to be the iPod, the person working on the iPod. Now it's the iWatch, and it's also like the Lululemon versus Nike workout. If you're doing Nike workout clothes, you're kind of ghetto. If you're doing Lululemon, you're kind of high-end. Um, the whole athleisure aspect. So today, Microsoft, last night they reported a pretty good quarter. Um, a company that was once left for dead because, you know, uh, who's going to pay for Windows when they're giving it away for free over at Apple kind of thing? Uh, who's going to pay for Windows? And you know, Windows has had a kind of hit-or-miss kind of product cycle for quite a while. But you know what Apple, what Microsoft did really well last night? They showed us that their web services is... It's gaining traction, and it's it's catching. It's not catching Amazon. It's 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 trying to catch Amazon, and it's on the right path, and it's making up some ground. Amazon's way ahead at this point in time, but Microsoft isn't going away. And Satya Nadelli uh, is a fantastic CEO. He's turned around that company that basically you had the goofy Mark Ballmer take it over from uh, Bill Gates. And Ballmer, I'm not going to say he ruined it. He was he was driving into the ground though. Um, and I remember Balmer at one point in time go, who would use an iPhone? You know, he, he laughed at that a whole idea of a computer on a phone. He should have been fired on the spot. So Starbucks came out with a quarter where they cut their revenue. Um, do you think Starbucks? I do not. Okay. If you do, you should get the Starbucks app. It's one of those apps that gives you rewards. And that's one area that I think way too many people don't take advantage of are the reward loyalty reward programs for the things that you use. Now, it's a huge mistake to get into a loyalty reward scenario if you're not going to use it. So, Macy's credit card, do you have any store credit cards? I have a Target card for yeah. the 5% discount. Okay, it's not bad. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's be, I have a kid, so it's, it's there's so many kid things there. Yeah, any, I mean, 5% is 5%. I agree. So, um, Amazon now has a credit card that gives off 5%. I wrote that down as something I want to do for two, in the beginning of 2017. That's one of my... Well, thanks for dating the show. There goes the best of. Kidding. So I'm doing my best. 
busting your balls. <laughs> 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, it's earnings season, and we are, I would say, halfway through the drama. Um, whether it be Starbucks, Intel, American Airlines, Wynn Resorts, Chevron, Colgate, Palmolive, Alf- Alphabet, which I still think they should change their name back to Google. I hate the name Alphabet as a corporate name. Um, it's kind of an interesting time. I and mean, The company that I find most interesting is Tesla when they come out with their earnings because how many cars do they produce? How close to profitability are they? Are they not? Um, those are all very, very big issues. Um that we will take an eyeball look at. Um, I think that's one of the reasons you listen to conference calls. So at this point in time, um, some of them show truth a lot easier. Um, some of them show easier than others. You know, Tesla is up 40% since <clears throat> Trump took office, since Trump was elected. Isn't that crazy? All because of this Make America Great, manufacture in the United States. Um, <clears throat> you're seeing the big three automakers you know, basically build their cars in Mexico, and if there's a 20% tariff, are you going to buy, you know, you might buy a Tesla a little bit easier than you would if... We have a Tesla client right now that's uh, pretty darn happy about his down payment, cashing in some stock. You have a Tesla client? Well, a client that works at Tesla. Okay. So, so and, and we're seeing that more often. A, a lot of the companies that we see here in the Bay Area that are issuing stocks, RSUs, um, people are cashing in, Rob. Okay. We're also seeing the, the reverse side of that. A lot of people who were partners in, pro, in properties are are finding are calling us to figure out ways to get bought out. Hey, I have a partners in a property. My partner wants to buy me out. What are the options? And I think people are just seeing highs all around. Um, I don't think there's a fear yet, though. I, uh, people are still buying good properties. Uh, we just talked to a realtor yesterday, $2.75 million property in cash. People are under 30 years old in the tech business. Um, and, and that's in the peninsula, and but that's spreading out to the East Bay. The East Bay is the hottest market. Um, Alameda County led the Bay Area as far as year-over-year increases in, in home prices, Rob, uh, and a lot of it has to do with that people are finding ways to work from home. A lot of companies are accommodating this now. I mean, my neighbor, works; he works one day a week at, at the office, four days at home for Apple. Um and uh, and and we're we're going to see a lot more people being able to forward farther and farther out, and that's why the East Bay is so doing so well right now. But it's the whole idea of are we hitting a top? And I think you know you look at the stock market over twenty thousand. Um, that's going to continue pushing. I think home prices up in the Bay Area. So neither you nor I were born rich. I've known you for a very long time. You're my mortgage lender, but you're also a close personal friend. Um, <clears throat> If you're not born rich, one of the best ways to become rich, in my opinion, is to pay down high-interest debt. It's a funny concept because I had high-interest debt when I was in college. I had credit card debt that I didn't realize was going to hamper me. When I was using it, it was like, hey, Krusty's Pizza on a Friday night? Sweet. Or take my friend to New York? Sweet. Friend being keyword for girlfriend. Um, this is a definitely a question we get all the time. Uh, it, it, whether you're using an equity line or a fixed second or a cash out refinance, a lot of people are considering taking that credit card or car payment and rolling it into the into the home loan. A lot of people, though, I've seen recently, are, they're taking a you know eight or nine or ten percent card and just getting those promos, and they just keep the zero percent promos at places, and they transfer you know ten thousand dollars over here, and they feel better. But it's what's the most amount of credit cards you've ever seen on an account? You mean the number or the dollar amount? Number. Number like 25. I saw a uh, realtor when I first moved here 16 years, 17 years ago. 
She had 70. Yeah. And she had it in, you know, remember those CD binders? Yep. Um, <laughs> and again, there's something. The card, the card holders. Yeah. 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 You put full. the CD card in it and you put the CD in front of it. And if that you would, used to be the status symbol, how many cards you had? 70 cards. She was proud of it. And, uh, how many cards do you uh, have? I think I've got 15 total active credit accounts. So. Yeah. I'm down to one. Yeah. I I just have no other reason to use anything else. Oh, well, I have the Target card too, so two. Yeah, you have an American Airlines card though. Yeah, which is the worst one to have. Yeah, my, we fly. Unfortunately, you know what kind of stinks about us? We have to fly out of San Francisco, which is the hardest airport for us to get to. What's fascinating about that is if you're going to get mugged today, the guy who's going to go through your wallet's going to go cheap at. <laughs> He'll throw my card. I'll get my card back. I'm not allowed to say the word that I want to say, but uh, I read your lips. Yeah. And he'd probably he'd probably give you the wallet back and feel bad for you. He'd probably give you money. I've had I've lost my wallet twice, and it's both both times have been mailed back to me. Really? Yep. So cash in it? Uh, no, no, no cash. They take the cash. Oh yeah. Okay. Card, but the cards and the IDs and everything else was in it. That's nice. Yeah. So another way to get rich, if you're not born rich, is to spend less than you make. I know. Pay off your high interest debt. Spend less than you make. Um, it's kind of a crazy concept step, you know, to wealth there is get a handle on your monthly expenses. So do you ever feel like you're a married man? Do you ever feel, and let's this pick on spouses at this point in time, that your spouse is out of control of spending? Um, I, I don't know if my wife is listening right now, but, um, I do. Um, but it's, it's, you want it's your, a conversation. Wife I've been married for, <laughs> I've been married for, um, you know, 16 years and, and it's definitely a conversation that's gotten a lot easier over the years. It okay. wasn't that so easy early on. Do you save every month? Absolutely. Do you have a savings cushion? Um, I do. I have, uh, I, I follow your plan actually. You know, I've been, you know, I, I keep the, you know, the reserves and then everything else is invested. So because we're in a bull market that's 90 plus months essentially, um, as a business owner, I have a bigger cushion this year than I did last year. So even in business, it's got to have to be a bigger cushion. And I think another way to get wealth, if you are the average person who's not born into wealth, is to become an owner of a company. I've got a friend right now that I'll talk to you about after the show that he's looking for investors or he's looking for like someone who can help him strategically. What, what, on that topic, uh, a lot of business owners that we work with are looking to buy the properties instead of leasing their, their offices. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's something we're seeing quite active. There's just not a lot of inventory out there. You know where I would buy a condo uh, townhouse time and time again is near a courthouse. So if you know a good realtor, I'll say if you ever see anything that comes up near a courthouse, let me know. Because lawyers aren't going out of business and the courts aren't going to suddenly clean, uh, clear up and suddenly not have a wait. Hey, I have a big event coming up on February 9th. It is a income and retirement event. You can sign up for it at Rob Black's show. It's $25 and it includes lunch. It's February 9th from 9 to 11 in Berkeley. Uh, code to get in for free is retire123. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. It's easy to get complacent about retirement planning when the stock market is soaring to record highs. But it's a marathon, not a sprint. To win the race, you need to take the right steps along the way. Learn winning strategies from me, Rob Black, and certified financial planner, Chad Burton, at an educational lunch event in Berkeley on February 9th. We'll cover the building blocks of a successful portfolio and break down the 2017 market outlook. 
You'll also learn how to transition your portfolio from the accumulation phase to the income phase, which accounts to draw from first, how to minimize tax and retirement, social security strategies, and more. And get estate planning tips for 2017 from attorney Michelle Lerman. That's Thursday, February 9th, 11 a.m. lunch at the Berkeley Marina Doubletree. Sign up at newfocusfinancial.com for just $25 or free for KDOW listeners using the promo code RETIRE123. Hope to see you Thursday, February 9th. Once again, sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Free for KDOW listeners using promo code RETIRE123. online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So this is a song we could probably delete. I listen to alternative music. I don't know if that's, this is all that alternative anymore. Um, but... On satellite radio, I listen to Channel 36, which sometimes I get myself in trouble. I just talked about satellite radio, and here I work for an AM radio station. But we're also on podcast. You can find me on Apple iTunes, Rob Black and Your Money. Today, I tinkered with uh, Facebook Live, and instantly I'm coming up with ideas. It's probably not going to be good for the radio show, but it could be very, very good for today at 1 o'clock when the markets close, or if there's a big event where the market's down 400 um, you know, on Facebook Live, one of the things I'm, I'm still learning, and I, I think this is the year to get on Facebook Live. I think Facebook's on to something. Live streaming's on to something. Uh, people are finding alternative ways to consume media. Sadly, there's been at least two very well-documented suicides on Facebook Live. And it's not the easiest thing to remove. So once it's posted, it's there. Um, and the amount of pain for a parent to see their kid who was molested and or bullied, I couldn't imagine. Um, so <clears throat> I'm not going to say something wise, like if you're depressed or you're feeling suicidal, call someone. Just keep an eye on people in your life is what I'll say. And uh, try to pay attention as best you can. So Walmart's getting into the business that Costco is into the business of. Costco's most lucrative business. Do you know what it is? I'll let Mike answer this one. Mike, the producer. Mike, can you actually go on air? Wow, this is weird. Yeah, it would be their chicken, their rotisserie chicken, right? <laughs> That's good. We, we didn't talk, we didn't ask you what you get out of Costco. Uh, it's their auto business, so you can buy a car at Costco now. Oh. Uh, it's really not because it's a partnership that they basically send you to a dealer, and that's the relationship there. But Walmart's going to get into car saving. Everyone, that's Mike, for the record. Hi, everyone. I, I should have you on air more often now. Oh, well, it's up to you, Rob. My last producer was this little British guy who was, <laughs> who was a little too frail to go on air. He was like he was like Pip from uh, South Park. And you'd ask him a question. He'd be like, oh, no, 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 I can't go on air. I'm more like, uh, it's a tweak. Oh, no. It was a tweak. I'm more like that character. There you go. So anyway, that's Mike, everyone. Mike, the producer. 
I got Tony Mendez in here with me today. The first week of the president Trump presidency's end. You know the next uh, big march? Do you know when it's going to be? No. I think it's going to be April 15th. So just to let you know, if you want to show your democracy, pro or con. Um, you know, I was getting into this, and I, I'll say this one more time, and this is the best thing that I can say. Um, to try to calm people down a little bit. Do you remember when Clarence Thomas was going up to the Supreme Court and there was all yeah. this, there was all this yep. talk about him having affairs, affairs and, and yeah. you know being grabby feely with women, <clears throat> totally inappropriate. Um, for the record, <laughs> I'm so politically correct these days, right? The best part about that was America woke up and they're like, "How many Supreme Court people are there?" No one knew. And it was a, a lesson in our democracy, a lesson in our constitution. Um, so I think it's great anytime there's something that is this dramatic. So right now, you know, a lot of people are concerned about Roe versus Wade. A lot of people are concerned about the Supreme Court. And, you know, uh, I think a lot of people are concerned that Trump is having that same kind of feeling. How many Supreme Court people are there? What's going on? You know, who are who's who? What's going on? And, are, you and trying was, to say, are you trying to say he's out of touch Potentially with the workload that he signed up for. Uh, I think he's. I hope he has a pretty, pretty good uh, learning ability because uh, it's going to be a fast curve. Yep, I agree with that. Um, but like the Mexican Wall, we were talking about that earlier today. I've got a friend on Facebook, and she's a little naive. Um, she's like, "Why is everyone having this talk about the the wall?" You know, certainly if we want to put it up, we should pay for it. And it's like it's, there's going to be a little bit more of an issue there. Um, NAFTA, uh, if you take a look at it and like, for instance, if you take a look at how much we export, we, we manufacture it here and we export it to them versus how much Mexico exports to us, it is imbalanced, but aren't we a bigger GDP? Aren't we a bigger economy? So it should be a, like, you can take both sides of every argument. It is such an easy thing to do. And that's one of the best parts about what we're going through right now, as far as the country goes, in my opinion, is that. Uh, there's uh, there's a guy who's very divisive, and he's saying, here's the policy. Here's our oil policy. Here's our uh, immigration policy. And uh, here's our I, – I think it's fantastic that people are actually having talks about it versus just kind of living in their uh, all-you-zombies kind of world. Song by the Hooters that basically says, if you listen to lines, you know, all you zombies hide your faces, all you people in the street – and like Moses was great and all these religious figures were great and they did great things. Kennedy was great. You know, to be great, you have to rise above the zombies. And then the last stanza of the song says, all you zombies show your faces. And I kind of like that we live in a zombie world. And right now people are starting to show their faces. And there you go. The Hooters. That was a quick poll. This is a throwback, right? I have this CD. First CD, great. Second CD, biggest pile of poop on the planet. You know, it's that type of CD that you go, you're at, you're at a party and you're like, I need a coaster. And you're looking for a coaster and you're like, oh, I can use that Hooter second CD. <laughs> it's like, I need something to throw at a zombie and stick in his head and kill him. Oh, here's a Hooter CD. Anyway, 800-516-1220. Tony Mendez is with BayAreaLoanSource.com. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. He is a mortgage lender. He's my mortgage lender. He's done many mortgage loans for me. Interest rates are moving up, so I'm itching to do another loan. 
Because to me, yeah. the lower rate is more important than the price that I pay for the property. There's going to be a battle between higher interest rates and the th- products that are coming out. Uh, in our industry, we always say that products drive real estate. Um, but for the last eight years, it's been interest oh rates. God, this was high school. In 12th grade for the school yearbook, I wrote about our uh, dances that we went to. We had sock hops after the football games. And the title of the article was, And We Danced, and We Danced, and We Danced. There's a lot of people listening that has never heard this. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me at robblackshow.com. Hey, hey.